Okay, everybody wants good love, that's true, I know Derrick Jones about to break it down with the relationship gumbo Welcome to the podcast, ain't no doubt we all need this Ay, Cause better relationships need better ingredients Ay, So if you want better relations, it's about communication Finding love, staying together, we all wanna make it better Yeah, Derrick Jones the host, your relationship coach Thank you all for tuning in, relationship gumbo And welcome to another episode of the Relationship Gumbo Podcast. My name is Derek Jones, and I am your host. I'm a certified life coach, certified relationship coach, engineer, strategist, and a mental health advocate. We always want to talk about, you never want to forget about talking about what goes on in that head of yours. So tonight's episode, interesting title, but even more interesting topic Um, The question asked in the title is, are you living in a haunted house? And so this is something that a concept that's not new, but I I wanted to put a little twist on it on the title because when I actually sat back and thought about it, it really made sense to me. So this is what I'm talking about when I say haunted house. You know how um, sometimes when you're married or you're in a relationship where you're cohabitating, um, you have arguments. And I always talk about on this show, um, and we just going to peel back the layers. I always talk about on this show how we don't communicate post-argument and talk about how it made us feel, if there was something that hurt us, if there was something negative that was said. And when we don't communicate our feelings about it, especially the person that's hurt, you have to hold that and carry that and still live with that person and then go to the next argument and do the same thing. And sometimes that creates a scenario where you start avoiding different things so that you don't have to feel that hurt again from that person that you love the most. And then what ends up happening is, is that if it happens enough, that home then becomes an unpeaceful kind of pseudo hostile environment. And you then have to revisit in your mind how you felt that first time. Every time you have an argument, and that's the ghost in your house. You're revisiting the ghost of arguments past. You're revisiting the ghost of emotional and physical abuse past. And then that home becomes a place that triggers you, right? The actual building, the actual structure is a place that you don't want to be. And a lot of times people will make excuses. They may stay at work a little later. They may sit in the driveway a little longer because that's a haunted house to them. It's ghosts floating around. It's all kind of triggers and trauma floating around. And they do not, people do not consider their home a happy place. And sometimes when your home isn't happy in that way, then you find ways to 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 make yourself happy and give yourself that peace outside of the home. And we know that that's the, that's the um, the area for a lot of dangerous um, decisions that could affect your relationship or your marriage, right? So when we talk about haunted house, we talk about those old ghosts from the past that we haven't. You know, you might have to call Ghostbusters. You gotta, you gotta, you gotta make sure that you and your partner are having a communication level and a dialogue to where your home represents a safe, peaceful healthy place. If not, you know, it may be a certain room where incident happened that you just don't even want to be in. Uh, Maybe the whole house. Some of y'all be arguing all y'all pick a different room every time. 
<laughs> so you you know when you see your partner that way the environment that you that you're in also carries that right and sometimes you know sometimes people will will be on their way home from work and then they're like she ain't home yet but i don't even want to go in the house because she's eventually gonna be there you can't even relax in your house or him right it could go both ways because we both like men and women hurt each other <laughs> probably at about an equal rate so you know you gotta you gotta really think about safe spaces peace of mind is your home a peaceful place for you and if it isn't what are you willing to do to try to fix it? Are both of you willing to fix it? Is it just you? Do you have to bring in a third party, a coach, a counselor, um, you know, pastor, whatever it is that you feel necessary to kind of right the ship? Um, and in a lot of cases, your partner probably needs to hear it from a different voice, right? They need to hear it translated in a different way because you represent, like we're talking about a haunted house, you're the ghost. You're the one that called that person out of that name. You're the one that yelled at them. So in order for it to get fixed, sometimes they can't hear it from you because you're the source of their triggers and their and their possible traumas. And like I said, you're the ghost that they're scared to come home to. And so if you want the relationship to continue, in the way, in the manner that you would like for it to, sometimes, you know, you're going to have to realize that you live in a haunted house. You might have to get a, you might have to get a whole, a whole uh, duffel bag full of sage and just burn the hell out of it and run around the house <laughs> and figure it out, whatever you got to do. But it, it it's a big problem for a lot of um, people that are, you know, married or cohabitating where you don't even want to be in the house. Or you have a little section of the house that you have to go in. I didn't say you shouldn't go in and have your your your, your space, but you got to be there in order for you to feel comfortable in your home. You got to go to that one room or that man cave or that office and you stay in there because you know once you leave that door, it's not going to be it's not going to be good. And you start to avoid the confrontation and you start to avoid the 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 healing that needs to take place. And we know that most couples don't communicate well. So that's your trigger to know that the communication isn't doing what it's supposed to do because of how much resentment you have for your partner or even how you feel in the house. You're just not comfortable in your own home. Think about that. You paying mortgage, you paying rent every month, but you don't feel safe there. That's huge, right? You don't feel safe in a place that you paying bills for. And the other person, sometimes because we hold on to stuff, they don't even know how their tone or how the conversation has hurt them or has hurt you. I'm sorry. And it's just like a kid when you don't tell them what's going on or, or that they're doing something wrong, they continue to do it because no one ever told them that it wasn't the right thing to do. And we got it. And y'all know, I talk about this stuff a lot because this right here is the tweak that most people have to make in order for, your relationship to grow, right? We always talk about relationship growth here and your relationship needs to be on a pattern of growing and, and learn because the reason why growth is important is because over time, 
we start to change a little bit. Our desires change a little bit. Our needs change a little bit. So we have to kind of check in with each other and grow together. You don't want to grow apart. You want to grow together. And if you're walking around the house afraid to talk, that house is a trigger space for you. Because we didn't even, we haven't even really, because I'm not going to spend a lot of time on it, but physical abuse, you know, something might have happened in the kitchen, but you got cooking there every day. You don't want to feel that. You don't want to have those memories lingering. That's why I titled the show the way I did, because this incident could have happened five years ago, but those ghosts are still around. You still get triggered by it. And you didn't feel comfortable addressing it with your significant other. So you got to hold it. Dope discussions with Erica podcast on, on YouTube says I call ghostbusters. Yeah. And your ghostbuster sometimes could be, it, it could busting the ghost could be, you know, you separating from a relationship. The ghostbuster could be you going to see a counselor. The ghostbuster ultimately needs to be you communicating effectively with a partner and y'all both agree that that things need to change because i'm gonna tell you right now a lot of people don't realize how much damage they've done because you haven't said anything about it because you you live your life every day smiling everything's fine you go through your routines weeks and years go by and you're still holding on to it and that is a dangerous place to be because it builds a disconnection between you and your partner so wide that you don't even see them the same way. And when you don't see someone the same way, when you resent them, you start to, you start to change. You start to treat them a little different. Maybe not enough for them to notice at first. Maybe you're staying out more. Maybe you're doing different things with your girlfriends or your boys or, or, or staying in your, in your man cave a little longer and you just don't even want to be bothered. Right. These things happen over time. It's just like gaining weight, right? You don't realize it until you start putting on clothes and they don't fit the same. And you're like, dang, what? Like, how did this happen? You know how it happened, <laughs> but it happens gradually. That's why it's so hard to back, up, back off of it and try to figure it out because you're holding on to you know, 10 conversations that happened in 2019 and it's 2021 and you think you're over it, but every time you have a new argument, you still kind of bring it up or you still kind of, it still kind of triggers you and you don't understand. And <clears throat> um, <laughs> dope discussion with Erica says, are there some ghosts that are too scary to get rid of? Yeah, that, that's the thing, right? Depending on your level of, of, you know, what's going on in your home. And, and a lot of times it could be traumatic. Sometimes it's not even worth getting rid of ghosts. It's, it's time to leave that haunted house and go to a new one. <laughs> Sometimes you need to detach yourself from it. If it's really bad, you, you're going to have to make a decision for yourself, um, for your kids or whatever you need to do. A lot of this stuff is super, super traumatic. So when you're living, and I know a lot of people that are list, that will listen to this can identify with the fact that sometimes that trauma hurts so deep that you don't have the strength to leave. So you deal with it in that house where, you know, something physical might have happened in this room or there's something every time you in that room, you like you, you remember it again. So that's that's why I keep saying 
when you when you know in your heart, not even just how you deal with your significant other every day, but you don't even feel comfortable in your own house because you're triggered. You have to exercise those demons in order for you to even feel comfortable in your house. And the only way to do that is to build that connection back with your partner because your partner, whether, and it could be both of y'all, right? Because we know, you know, people get married based on trauma bonds every day, right? So y'all both could be the ghosts, right? The whole house is floating around with ghosts and all kind of <laughs> craziness. <laughs> and, and that's why I say sometimes the solution is to, to, you know, to separate for a while. Sometimes the solution is to get a third party. Like I'm never an advocate to tell somebody to leave um, unless it's something egregious because I feel like these things come from a place. And if the things can be reconciled, you know, like I said, when you're dealing with this stuff, the last person you want to get corrected by is the person that you've been arguing with and it's been hurting. You don't want to hear it from them. So you're probably going to have to get somebody else to come in and say, hey, you know, this is this is what it is and this is how you need to look at it. And we need to we need to try to work towards making it better because who wants to I mean, we we've all I won't say we all, but most of us in relationships that have had emotional hurt or physical hurt or 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 just pain in general. When you decide to sit in and it's like your own personal hell like that you live in, that you're choosing to live in because you don't want to disrupt anything, especially when you have kids. It makes it even harder. Black girls getting their shift together on YouTube says emotional fatigue. Yeah. Once you get fatigued emotionally enough. It's almost like you don't even have enough fight left. And you got to sit in that jail cell called your house every day. And deal and let them and let those ghosts of the present and the past float around your head every day. And you got to you you have to exist in that way. Almost to the point where the ghosts don't even scare you anymore because you're so used to it. Like, you know, it's coming like, oh, God, we're going to argue again. <sighs> All right. You got it. Let's can we just. Yeah. OK, then I'll be ready in an hour. Like, just leave me alone. And. The trajectory of this type of relationship, even if you decide to stay for another 10 years, are you really happy? Is your home a peaceful place? And you have to make a decision. And you both do ultimately, but somebody's got to start it. You got to make a decision to, to clear all of that negative energy so that you can you know, no one can erase triggers, but you can learn how to deal with them better. Right. We always talk about that. So um, let me see this comment here. Dope discussion with Erica says I've made the mistake of leaving the house with the ghost in it. But eventually I let that person follow me to the new place and we just created new ghosts. Sometimes we have to do an exorcism on us. You write about that. You write about that. It, it's, you know, it, it's. um. <laughs> It's interesting, and that's why I used the term trauma bond earlier. And, and you sometimes you have two dysfunctional people in a relationship, and or it could just be one of you. Either way, there's a there's a fly in the ointment, right? And you you don't get away from it, right? You can change the environment. Oh, we just gonna separate for a few weeks and come back, and maybe it's still dysfunctional. Nobody, no one's talked to anyone. You haven't talked it out. You just had space. Nothing's changed. 
you know, you you move into a new, oh, we're going to move to a new area. We're going to have a fresh start. How many people heard that? We're going to start fresh and just hit the reset button. How many of y'all hit the reset button and it lasted for a little bit and then it turned right back into what it was? It, it <laughs> you just You just don't lose that level of dysfunction overnight. Like it doesn't happen that way. Like you wake up and we wake up tomorrow, we just going to reset. You didn't even talk about it. We just resetting just for reset sake. You still you still got to. And, and, and to the point of the word, even exorcism, right, if you've ever watched any of these these horror movies, right, that exorcism isn't a comfortable thing to do for the person that's possessed. It's pretty traumatic for you to get out of yourself and become who you should be in the relationship. It's a hard thing to do to get that stuff up out of you. The resentment, the hurt, the pain in order for you to move on, whether you're moving on with the person you're with or you're really moving on and and being by yourself for a while and finding someone new. It still requires you to fight and and to really understand and heal from that stuff or you're going to repeat history all over again. Because now to to the point of this title you're going to take those ghosts and put them in the house with a new person you met that don't even have nothing to do with it. Cause that's from the, that that's the thing you created with the other person. So it's, it's deep and it's a lot, but the reason why I became a coach, the reason why we do these things like this is because there are people out here that will hear this and they'll write the ship before before it it tanks and it sinks like the Titanic, you could say, dang, maybe we do need to, we only been together for six months. Let yeah, we need to do that. Because you stay in that thing for 10 years, it's gonna look, it's gonna, you're gonna come out of it real different. And it's gonna take a while for you to get back to who you are. Um, and we see it all the time. And these people be smiling, you be thinking their life is perfect, smiling crazy on, on Instagram. And, and it's not that. And not that you should show everything you're going through, but it, it these 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 emotional jail cells that we put ourselves in. And notice I said put ourselves in because we choose to stay right. We choose to continue to to have a relationship based on hope. OK, remember, I said that. You continue to have a traumatic, dysfunctional relationship for another year, another two years based on hope. But here's catch this thing about hope. When you're talking about a significant other. Hope only works when both of you or whoever in the relationship does the thing that allows them to heal. Talk to a therapist show consistent change over a significant amount of time to where it now becomes a habit and a new behavior. Hope doesn't mean anything without any of that. There's no corrective measures other than you saying, let's reset. It doesn't work that way. It doesn't work that way. It's just like when people have have infidelity in their relationships and then the next day they're like, okay, did you get over it yet? You, you, it doesn't work that way. <laughs> we would want it to. Because we in love, right? What's love got to do with it? <laughs> we gotta we gotta make these, we gotta, we gotta make better decisions for ourselves. And we have to realize 
that arguments will happen, mistakes will happen, hurt will happen. But it's how you as a couple choose to deal with it. And and whether you're in a new relationship, whether you're about to be in one, whether you've been in one, it's really all about the tools. It's really all about what do we do when we get here again? Ask the question, have I ever said anything that hurt? Like you're not, men ain't gonna really cop to it. It's really about how you deliver to it. But it, you, you, you really need to have these discussions because you need to clear that air. You need to you need to exercise those demons because they don't go anywhere. They don't go anywhere. And you're going to get into an argument that's going to trigger something that don't even have anything to do with the current argument. And now you're going to say something that's going to crush the other person. Even if the other person is right or wrong, the hurt is hurt. You choose to stay in that hurt. Your house is haunted. It's not a happy, peaceful place. And what are you going to do about it? Because you have to say this, because this isn't going to be a long show today. I'm going to start wrapping up in a minute. But I really need for you guys to understand. Because you realize it more the older you get, right? Once you get up around, and, and granted, everybody haven't learned everything they need to learn, even at age 75. But when you get a little older, this time means more. Are you willing, if you're 40, are you willing to wait until you 50 to, to, to have a conversation? Are you wait, are you willing to be miserable for another decade with that person and you haven't resolved the issue from 2019? Is that the life that you're choosing for yourself? What does it look like? You want to start back dating when you're 65 because you waited too long. Funny, not funny, right? You you 35, you won't wait till you 40 to get back out on the market and be miserable for another five years because you don't want to have a conversation. It's a long time, right? Notice I didn't say six months. When people decide to stay, they stay. They love me long time, right? <laughs> you, because you don't want to, sometimes people don't want to go out and try to start dating again. They afraid to be single and by, be by themselves and all of these things. I'm staying for the kids, all these little cliche things. What about you? I'm going to say it again. What about you? Somebody that's going to listen to this thing on the replay tomorrow. I'm talking to you. What about you? Do you matter? Are you staying in a relationship because that person hurt you? And if you leave, then they're going to be sad. How many people been that person? I don't want to hurt them. It's not a cool place to be because you don't get served at all in that. So I'm going to wrap this up um, and put it in a pretty bow. And I'm going to say this. Like some of y'all need to back up a dump truck full of sage and just burn that whole thing. And sometimes you need to, <laughs> no, I won't, I won't say that because somebody might try it. I was going to say burn the house down with the sage, but, and get a new house, but nah, somebody might try that. So, um, um, these are jokes guys. You, you, you really have to, when we say, when you say you want to reset and start fresh and forget all of that stuff. No, you can't forget it, but you can't address it and try to make sure that it doesn't happen the same way again. Like I said, you can't, you can't um, control 
when something may trigger you guys to have an argument, but you can have some things set in place to make sure you don't hurt each other when it happens. So I'm going to leave that there. And I'm going to say this. If you feel like you're a person that's living in a haunted house and you can acknowledge it, that's the first step. And then what you do is you have to figure out whether your partner is willing to work it out with you. And like when I say work it out, people always think that I'm talking about you're about to break up, work it out. I'm saying you could be at a time of peace. It's time to address things while you're at peace to say the next time we have an argument or a disagreement, this is how I think we should handle it because I don't want us to hurt each other. Do it while you're happy, right? And see how that works out for you. Because I guarantee you, while you're in the midst of an argument, that person don't want to hear anything about correcting anything. Trust me, it doesn't work that way. Start there. I know some of you got some brick walls that you're talking to in your home, but they need to hear it a different way. And, and sometimes it helps. And like I said, sometimes you need to hear it from a different person, a third party, so that they know it's not coming directly from you. And sometimes that works too. Um, so yeah, I'm going to wrap this up. I appreciate everyone who chose to hang out with me tonight and those who will come back on the replay and watch it later. I appreciate you. And as always, you can go to www.relationshipgumbo.info to check out everything that I'm doing because I'm doing a lot. Every <laughs> seems like this week is literally every day, but I post all of the events and everything that's going on. The um, the the group coaching is coming very soon. So stay stay um, stay tuned for that, because I know you guys love those sessions. So those are coming back. Um, but I want to make sure that everything works out so that for your good and for my good, too. I want you guys to learn things. I want to have fun. I want to laugh, do some fun things and get some healing in there as well. So on that note, the podcast is over and I want you guys to have an amazing rest of your week weekend. Take care of yourself, your families, the little ones, the old ones and everyone in between. And I'm out. Have an amazing night. All right, we're out of here. Thank you guys for coming and I will see you next week. Same time, same place, 8 p.m. Wednesday night. Make sure you go to relationshipgumbo.info and get all the information about what's coming up every week. So, Y'all have a good night, and I will see you soon. Okay, everybody wants good love. That's true, I know. Derrick Jones about to break it down with the relationship gumbo. Welcome to the podcast. Ain't no doubt we all need this, ayy. Cause better relationships need better ingredients, ayy. So if you want better relations, it's about communication. Finding love, staying together. We all want to make it better, yeah. Derrick Jones, the host, your relationship coach. Thank you all for tuning in. Relationship.